Centre Limited, an award-winning wellness and vocational training centre, and you're listening to the Full Spectrum Wellness Podcast. This show is all about physical, mental, emotional and spiritual wellness, and it's for people who are looking to improve their overall health and well-being. Each week, I'll share with you all the positive takeaways, tools, techniques and tips that I've gathered in both my personal and professional wellness journey that will help you to look, feel and be well. With a dose of motivation and meditation to keep you going, I'll be joined by a few friends who will be sharing their insights along the way too. Welcome to episode 36 of our Full Spectrum Wellness Podcast. I'm so happy and excited to be back here with you for our 36th episode. Now today we dive deep into a unique healing method that stood the test of time and that's reflexology. It's one of my favourite treatments to receive and to give. And what better time to discuss this than during World Reflexology Week? Firstly, what is World Reflexology Week? Well, it's always celebrated in the last week of September and it's a week that gives us the opportunity uh, or gives reflexologists around the globe the opportunity to promote the profound benefits of reflexology. Reflexologists all over the world host workshops, they offer discounts and they spread awareness about this ancient practice. But it's not just about promoting a business. It's about educating the masses on the age old therapy that has the potential to make lives better. But what exactly is reflexology? Well, reflexology is a therapeutic method of relieving pain and promoting health in certain areas of the body by pressing on specific points on the feet and the hands. Now, sometimes uh, they will be incorporated on the ears or even on the face. But the underlying theory is that these points correspond with different body organs and systems. So pressing them has a beneficial effect on a person's general health and wellness. Now, I want you to imagine a map of your body recreated on your feet and on your hands. It sounds quite mystical, doesn't it? But reflexology has roots in ancient civilizations like Egypt, China and India. There's even a depiction from around 2330 BC in the tomb of an Egyptian physician showing treatments on the hands and the feet. The beauty of reflexology is in its simplicity. Unlike some therapies that require tools or machines or even medicines, reflexology is all about touch and pressure. However, don't mistake its simplicity for ineffectiveness. Thousands upon thousands swear by healing touch and the healing touch of reflexology. So how does it work? Well, it's believed that reflexology helps to balance the nervous system and stimulates release of endorphins. That's the body's natural pleasure and painkillers. While scientific evidence on its efficiency is still emerging, numerous individuals report reduced pain, improved circulation and enhanced relaxation after a session. Now, reflexology isn't a cure-all, but it is a complementary therapy. And that means that it works alongside other treatments. So picture this, you're having a particularly grueling week, you're stressed and you decide to head for a reflexology session. As the reflexologist applies pressure on your feet, you begin to feel a release of tension, not just in your feet, but across your whole body. And that's the magic we're talking about. 
Now, reflexology with its roots in ancient civilizations has evolved over the years to cater to specific modern day health concerns. And one of those specialized branches is fertility reflexology, also known as reproductive reflexology. And this is one particular area that I specialize in and it's so rewarding working with couples. Reflexology or fertility reflexology is this specific form that focuses on enhancing an individual's natural fertility or supporting them through assisted conception procedures like IVF. And it operates on the same foundational principles as traditional reflexology by applying pressure to the precise points on the feet and the hands, which correspond to organs and systems in the body to promote healing and to promote balance. However, in the context of fertility, the focus becomes more on the reproductive system. So how does it work? Well, number one, it balances hormones. So one of the key elements to natural fertility is hormonal balance. Fertility reflexology aims to balance the endocrine system, which controls hormone production, optimizing conditions for conception. Secondly, stress reduction. Stress is known to be a significant factor affecting fertility. The relaxation brought about by reflexology can help reduce stress and anxiety levels, therefore potentially improving the chances of conception. Thirdly, it improves blood circulation. Enhanced blood circulation can improve the supply of oxygen and nutrients to the reproductive organs, and this helps their optimal functioning. Fourthly, detoxification. By stimulating the body's elimination pathways, reflexology can aid in detoxification, which some believe may assist in creating a healthier environment for conception. Now, Fertility reflexology is not limited to natural conception. As I said before, it can be used in conjunction with medical treatments like IVF. A reflexologist trained in fertility reflexology can adjust treatments according to the phases of IVF, from drug protocols to embryo transfer, aiming to support the body through this intense process. Now, is it for everyone? As promising as it sounds, it's essential to remember that fertility reflexology is a complementary therapy. While many individuals have found it beneficial, it's not always guaranteed as a solution for conception difficulties, and it should be approached as part of an overall fertility plan, and that might include medical treatments, lifestyle changes, and other holistic therapies. Before starting, a fertility reflexologist will typically take a detailed medical and menstrual history. This ensures that treatments can be tailored to the individual's unique needs, making sessions as beneficial as possible. The journey to conception can be emotionally taxing. It's draining for couples. Fertility reflexology offers not just potential physical benefits, but also provides emotional support through touch and connection. And it's a gentle reminder of the body's inherent capacity to heal, to adjust and create. As always, if you're considering fertility reflexology, it's essential that you consult with your healthcare professionals and ensure that your reflexologist is trained specifically in fertility treatments. And once you go through that journey, that fertility journey, and you get pregnant, it's a transformative experience and it's filled with moments of joy, anticipation, and in fair share of physical and emotional challenges too. As expectant mothers navigate this journey, they often seek holistic approaches to complement their prenatal care, making maternity reflexology an appealing option for many. So what is maternity reflexology? Well, that's a specialised branch of reflexology, just like fertility, but it's tailored for pregnant women. And like traditional reflexology, it involves applying pressure to specific points on the feet and sometimes the hands that correspond to different organs and body systems. 
However, the focus of maternity reflexology is on the unique needs and challenges pregnant women face. So what are some of the benefits? Well, firstly, stress and anxiety reduction. Pregnancy can be a time of heightened anxiety for some women. And maternity reflexology promotes relaxation and can help in alleviating stress and anxiety. Secondly, alleviating common pregnancy symptoms. Many pregnant women experience symptoms like nausea, back pain and sleep disturbances. And reflexology can offer relief from these and other pregnancy related discomforts. Thirdly, hormonal balance. Pregnancy involves significant hormonal shifts and by targeting the endocrine system, reflexology aims to maintain hormonal balance, potentially easing related symptoms. Fourthly, it can help prepare for labour. Some reflexologists believe that maternity reflexology can prepare the body for labour, potentially and possibly even shortening its duration. And certain studies have been done and, and, and that is borne out in those studies. And while this evidence might be anecdotal from uh, people that have received maternity reflexology, some women report really positive experiences. And fifthly, postpartum recovery. The benefits of reflexology aren't limited to pregnancy. Postpartum sessions can support women's physical and emotional recovery after birth. Now, there are some precautions and considerations, particularly in the first trimester. Reflexology in that first three months is a much debated topic and some practitioners avoid offering treatments during this period due to concerns over potential link to miscarriage, although there is no evidence to support this theory. But it's crucial to consult a healthcare professional before starting reflexology in early pregnancy. And again, training is really important. Ensure that your reflexologist has specifically trained in maternity reflexology and has experience. And they should be aware of any contraindications and unique needs of pregnant women. And have open communication. Always communicate any discomfort or concerns during your sessions. Each pregnancy is unique and what works for one woman might not work for another. Maternity reflexology offers a holistic approach to support women during one of life's most profound experiences. It's a testament to the body's innate ability to heal, adapt and nurture. As with all complementary therapies, it's essential to combine reflexology with regular prenatal care, ensuring both that mother and baby are doing well and that they have good well-being. For those interested, diving into the world of reflexology can be rewarding and a soothing part of the pregnancy process. Now, in the vast realm of holistic therapies, reflexology stands out as an ancient practice rooted in the belief that our feet and hands are gateways to our body's entire system. Combining this age-old technique with deeply penetrating warmth of hot stones, and what do you get? you get a transformative therapy known as hot stone reflexology. What is that you say, Joanne? Well, that's an advanced form of reflexology where warmed stones are used alongside traditional reflexology techniques. These stones are usually basalt, which is a volcanic rock known for retaining heat. We also use salt stones, uh, the, the type of that you get in pink Himalayan uh, rock salt lamps and the stuff you shake on your food. <laughs> and these stones are heated to a comfortable temperature and then applied to the feet and sometimes the hands. And this amplifies the benefits of any standard reflexology session. Firstly, this type of reflexology offers deep relaxation. The warmth from the stones penetrates deeper into the tissues, creating a profound sense of relaxation and tranquility. And this helps to calm the nervous system and reduce stress, which is a key element of promoting overall wellness. 
It also enhances circulation, so the heat helps expand blood vessels that leads to improved circulation. This not only ensures that more nutrients reach your cells, but also aids in flushing out any toxins. So that promotes internal cleansing. And then there's muscle tension relief. Warm stones can alleviate muscle tension and pain. And for those who suffer from tightness in their feet or have conditions like plantar fasciitis, hot stone reflexology can be especially beneficial. And then there's the energizing effect. While it's deeply relaxing, many people find hot stone reflexology to be really rejuvenating. The combination of heat and precise pressure point massage can vitalize energy pathways. Now, the process, typically, uh, the session will begin with standard reflexology, warming up and preparing the feet. And then the therapist will introduce hot stones, either placing them on specific reflex points or actually using them to massage the feet and the hands. The heat combined with the therapist's expertise creates a synergistic effect and that enhances the benefits of reflexology. But there are some considerations and precautions. The first one is temperature sensitivity. It's really essential to communicate with your therapist about the stone's temperature. What's comfortable for one person might be too warm for another. Then there's health conditions. So people with certain conditions like diabetes, neuropathy or any condition affecting sensitivity should discuss with a healthcare professional before trying hot stone reflexology. And again, communicate to, to your therapist about those conditions. And again, training. Choose a qualified therapist. Ensure that your reflexologist is trained in hot stone reflexology, in reflexology standard and in hot stones. Using hot stones requires expertise to ensure the experience is both safe and beneficial. Hot stone reflexology is a melding of traditions, taking the wisdom of ancient reflexology and enhancing it with the therapy benefits of heat. Whether you're a long-time advocate of reflexology or someone seeking new avenues for relaxation and wellness, Hotstone Reflexology offers a unique, deeply restorative experience. And as always, it's crucial to approach any new therapy informed and in tune with your body's needs. When we think of healing, it often comes in tangible forms like medicine or physical therapies. But in the world of holistic health, healing energies can also be found in the vibrational frequencies of colours and crystals. And this brings me to the intriguing and multidimensional realm of colour and crystal reflexology. And you may never have heard of it, and you're probably shouting at your platform host, your device, what is colour and crystal reflexology, Joanne? Well, Colour and crystal reflexology combines the principles of reflexology with the therapeutic properties of colours and crystals. Now, as we've talked about, reflexology revolves around the ideas that specific points on the feet and sometimes the hands correspond to organs and systems in our body. And by stimulating these points, balance and healing are promoted. In colour and crystal reflexology, these stimulations are enhanced by incorporating the vibrational energies of colours and crystals. These additions aim to further harmonise and balance an individual's physical, emotional and energetic systems. Now let's look at the power of colour. It's known for its vibrational healing. Every colour has its unique wavelength and vibration and these vibrations can influence your mood, emotions and even physical well-being. For instance, blue might be used to invoke calmness, while red could stimulate and energise. And in colour therapy, and in particular a colour reflexology session, coloured lights or silks might be projected or placed on specific reflex points to impart the specific vibrational energies of that colour. 
Moving on to crystals, they have a natural resonance and they've been used for millennia for their healing properties. They are believed to have unique frequencies that interact with our body's energy fields. In crystal reflexology, specific crystals or gemstones are chosen based on those therapeutic properties. And these are then placed on or used to massage the reflex points. For instance, amethyst, one of my favorite crystals on my birthstone, is known for its calming properties. And it also is used for stress relief. So the benefits of colour and crystal reflexology, which combine these two amazing modalities, is that firstly, it deepens relaxation. This combination of energies can lead to a profound sense of calm and relaxation. Secondly, it enhances energy flow. So this approach can help to unblock and stimulate the flow of energy or chi in the body, which leads to improved vitality. Thirdly, it balances the chakras. So both colours and crystals are often associated with specific chakras or energy centres in the body. Aligning these can be essential for holistic well-being. Fourthly, emotional healing. Emotions have frequencies too. And by using the right colours and crystals, it's believed that emotional imbalances can be addressed and harmonised. And once again, there are certain considerations and precautions. The first one is personal sensitivity. So just as individuals react differently to medications, they may also resonate differently with specific colours and crystals. So it's crucial to communicate any discomfort or strong feelings that you have during a session. And again, training with any therapy, always ensure that your practitioner is qualified and experienced. Combining reflexology with colour and crystal therapy requires specific, specialised knowledge. Now, colour and crystal reflexology is a testament to the myriad of ways the universe offers us healing through light, earth and touch. It's a dance of energies all converging to restore balance and harmony in an individual. As with any complementary therapy, it's essential to approach it with an open mind and in conjunction with any ongoing medical treatments or consultations that you might be having. In honour of World Reflexology Week, I want to touch upon how you can participate. And the first way is to get a session, book yourself in. If you've never tried reflexology, this is the week to do it. You could also attend workshops. As I said before, many reflexologists offer free or discounted workshops during this week, and it's a wonderful opportunity to learn. You could also read up. If you're curious, there are several books and online resources detailing reflexology's history, techniques and benefits. And fourthly, you could spread the word. If you've benefited from reflexology, share your experience with friends, family and on social media. Let others know about your experience. As this week's episode comes to a close, I want to encourage you to approach reflexology with an open mind. While it may not replace primary medical treatments, its potential as a complementary therapy is noteworthy. And above all, it's a reminder of the power of touch, connection and the human body's incredible capacity for healing and balance. So here's to your health and well-being and to a week of celebrating the wonderful art and science of reflexology. Remember, the magic might just be at your fingertips or under them. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time, take care and keep exploring the wonders of the world of wellness.
Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I hope you found the discussion and the tips covered really helpful. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you enjoyed this episode, please do leave a rating and a review and share it with your friends and family. Pop along to our website at thefullspectrumcenterlimited.com and join our self-care and wellness newsletter club. You'll receive our free 55-page printable self-care guide and workbook. Well, that's all for this episode, but I really look forward to seeing you next week. Take care and bye for now.